So I think number one, what you have to do is not be afraid, right? Because I think what fear does, I think for all of us, is it creates avoidance. Mm. Ginger, that was your mic drop moment. (laughs) Mic drop, there you go. Hello, listeners, and welcome to season four of SOS with Sonia Rasula. I'm flipping the script this season, and instead of advising business owners, I've gathered a badass group of industry experts to help you thrive. You'll hear from a Forbes editor on how to pitch the press. A finance guru will help you attack all things money. We'll help you future-proof your business by becoming a digital dynamo. My lawyer will teach us all how to stay out of trouble. You'll learn how to write emails that result in instant sales, and we'll have a real talk conversation about reels. So get ready to take notes because this season is all about the experts. My guest today is the one and only Ginger Siegel. As the North America small business lead at MasterCard, Ginger is a true champion of small businesses pouring her heart and energy into helping them all thrive. Now, I personally have had the honor of speaking with Ginger at numerous conferences, and every time she drops major knowledge bombs. So I invited her to help you get a global perspective of small business trends, better understand how to protect your business, and how to digitize your company for the future. Ginger also shares some incredible statistics and predictions about what you should look out for in 2022. First, I want to thank our longtime sponsor, Constant Contact, for making this season possible. Constant Contact is a digital marketing platform that helps small businesses and nonprofits of all sizes build, grow, and succeed. With email marketing, contact management, industry-leading list growth tools, social media ads, and more, Constant Contact helps small businesses connect with customers, find new ones, and sell online. All from one easy-to-use platform. To get 30% off your first three months, visit constantcontact.com slash SOS. That's constantcontact.com slash SOS. Now, let's dive into the episode. Ginger, could you please introduce yourself and what your role is at MasterCard? Well, it's great to be with you. Always great to talk to you. I'm Ginger Siegel, and I have the honor of leading our small business segment for North America, which is inclusive of the U.S. and Canada. And what I get to do every day is think about how we can put the wind at the back of our partners, be it banks, different fintechs, different organizations, so they can better serve small businesses and meet their needs and pain points. Yes, I love that. You and I have known each other for years now, and you really are so passionate. If I could see you in person, I know you would just be beaming right now because you do have this incredible passion for small businesses and supporting them both in your professional and personal life. What is it that drives that passion? Because it just, I mean, it, you're when you talk about small businesses and, you know, you're DMing me on Instagram, you know, I can tell you really, really love your job. So what is it that drives your passion within your role? And then I would love if you can share a success story with us. No, that's great. You know, and I'm not just saying this. Um, I really 
have one of the best jobs because I have a job that I come to work to do. But I get to do it for a community that I think is absolutely amazing. But, you know, there's practical sides to this one. So the practical side of it is this, is that 50% of the gross domestic product in the United States is driven by small business. Small businesses employ over 50% of all Americans. If we don't have passion for this segment, then there will be a lot of people, as we saw during COVID, that are out of work. There will be a dramatic impact to our economy. But, you know, when I look at success stories, there's the success stories out there like you, but there's a lot of business owners out there that don't have the opportunity to reach out and get the help that they need. So, you know, when I look at someone like Michelle Cador, who's a business owner, and Michelle has an amazing company called Despot in Brooklyn. And I use her as an example, and I say her name because she's just an, an amazing partner to us. But here's what happened to her. She had an online business. But she also decided to open up a storefront and she opened this storefront literally the day before the shutdowns happened. It, it was just, it's horrific. And her company creates amazing pieces of clothing with amazing slogans. I'll, I'll give you an idea. I just bought a jacket from her and the slogan on the back says, forget the seat. I want the whole damn table. <laughs> so, um, I, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that she does. Yeah. What happened was, is since we took her under our wing and we helped her through digital doors to actually not only really fortify her online site, but also provide her with protection, cyber protection, which I I know we'll probably talk about. Mm -hmm. And since we started working with Michelle, she has seen a 300% increase in sales. To me, it's like my, it's like it gives me the goosebumps to think about it, but that's an example. And that's what makes it all worth it because Michelle, think about it. She's one business. And if we can multiply that and help more, that's kind of why I get up in the morning. Yes. Oh, everyone in the studio is just like giving thumbs up. Everyone here is just so energized by you. (laughs) Thank you. Well, I'm going to get into this question that I have. You've mentioned it already. You've mentioned digital doors. I think that the last two years for small businesses have opened everyone's eyes. I think before COVID, everyone knew they should be on social media. They knew they should probably ramp up their digital presence and their website. They kept putting it off. And then what COVID did was just really change consumer behavior. You know, like anyone who was nervous to buy online, everyone started buying online. And then also from a small business perspective, they really realized how they could future-proof their business if they really fully embrace the idea of digital presence and like strengthening their digital presence. And I know that the MasterCard Digital Doors program can really, really help people, but probably a lot of my listeners don't know about it. So can you share more specifically what that is? Yeah, I'd be happy to. And and I'm going to start with the stat. You know, I love stats. <laughs> yep. Of the 30 million small businesses in the U.S., when COVID hit, Between 9 and 10 million of them did not have a digital online presence or a way to reach 
their customers if it wasn't in person. And as stores began to shut down, we know overall during COVID, about 45% of small businesses closed. If you were a female-owned business, that number was higher. If you were a Black-owned business, that number was even higher. And so we knew pretty early in COVID that if we didn't help small businesses get a different channel, a different way to reach their customers, it was really going to be even more catastrophic. And so we built digital doors. And, you know, what COVID has taught us is that 76% of consumers say they're never going to go back. They want to continue shopping the new way, which is online for many of them. And we know that because there was a 202% increase in e-commerce, what if you're a small business and you can't grab part of that? So Digital Doors, number one, has a fantastic diagnostic test that you can take if you're a business for free. And it will ask you questions about your strategy and your business, how protected you are against cyber. What are the tools you're using for financial management? We'll actually give you scores and then it'll benchmark you against peers. But the most important thing is it will make recommendations of what you need. So let's say you do have an online you know, storefront with you know, a partner out there. We work with Shopify and BigCommerce and Squarespace. But let's say you, you have that, but let's say you're not protected against potential cyber attacks. Mm-hmm. 50% of them are happening. So it gives you that. But then the other thing it does is we have a fantastic digital curriculum because we believe it's critical that small businesses get help in social media marketing, in setting up a business, all of the things that maybe they don't have a resource for. So as a part of Digital Doors, we have a digital curriculum. And then I mentioned these partnerships with Shopify, BigCommerce, Squarespace, Facebook, where you can actually go in and they will help you to to set up this actual website. We also help you accept cards through our partners. We help you with things like, you know, click to pay customers that don't want to hand their card to you. And then the other really cool thing is I'm really excited about this one, Sonia, is that if you accept MasterCard, your name goes into an consumer-facing website where let's say you're in LA and there's a great deli that you like to go to, you want to see if they're open and if they accept contactless payments and you actually get onto a position on this website for free. So that's just a really quick thumbnail sketch. But the whole point is, is how do we be a part of helping small businesses to broaden the channels of reach? And I think you know better than anyone what has changed around touching people virtually, remotely, and allowing them to buy products and services and not always go into a storefront. So thanks for the opportunity to share that. We're really excited about it. We're adding more and more partners every day. We have a fantastic partner called Jobble, which is a Black-owned company that helps with recruiting. So we're really trying to add things on that are going to not only help small businesses get through COVID, but back into thriving. Oh, I love that. And I mean, I have obviously been on the website many, many times looking at some of the different resources and videos. And, you know, aside from having all of those great partners and utilizing them, I feel like MasterCard has tapped into the talent at all of those companies. You you know, you mentioned Shopify, you mentioned Squarespace. I feel like the thing that's great is that you're not just tapping into them to partner in a digital format, but you're getting advice from them for those educational videos, for those, you know, articles and the things that people can download. And I think that's so smart. And it's something that small businesses 
really need, one thing I'd love to do is how can people find that page? What can they either type into a search engine or is there a specific URL they go to? Yeah, if if you just type in MasterCard Digital Doors, it will pop up. We've done some really great search engine optimization work, and it should be one of the first things that pops up when you Google it. But we think that these tools are not only important, but actually, quite frankly, they're a lifesaver, you know, at this particular point in time. And something else you said, we we are very lucky to have these partners. We are also partnering with an organization called the Global Cyber Alliance. And I'll talk a little bit about that when, you know, we talk a little bit about cybersecurity. But we've got experts in these fields that are there to provide their knowledge because, of course, we don't know everything. Mm, I love that. You guys are really up on everything. <laughs> We try. We try. <laughs> okay. So obviously I'm a small business owner. I went through it over the last couple of years. A lot of things have changed for me. I downsized because of it. And I think a lot of small business owners and big companies, as you were just mentioning, downsizing, whether that means space, physical space, whether that means you know the way that you actually operate your business, whether that means the number of employees that you have, you know, we've just been through a lot. The small business owners that listen to SOS and the small business owners that I work with a lot are usually a one-person C-suite. You know, they, they're doing everything themselves. They're trying to review and refine their processes. They're trying to also sell. They're trying to create partnerships. They're updating the website. For me, can you share, and you've already mentioned a number of amazing statistics that are kind of blowing my mind already. Can you share any trends or report findings that you think can help listeners apply to their business operations and strategy? I mean, the fact that you had mentioned how many small business owners like retail stores closed was shocking to me. I did not know it was that high. And it's just heartbreaking. What is MasterCard and what are you finding out there that can help our listeners? Yeah, it's such a good question. And it's funny, we literally three days ago just got a fresh piece of amazing research. And one of the things I wanted to say, because it's really easy to get sad and feel really bad and scared, but I want to tell all of your listeners and you that what we found is that small businesses are actually confident in their businesses, even as they keep pivoting. So thought this was really interesting. Nearly half of small businesses are actually in growth mode. Mm-hmm. Only 11% of them said that they're just staying afloat. And six in 10 view their business's health as excellent. And so what we're finding is that many of these businesses, and again, I keep pointing to you because it's just incredible what you've done, but they've pivoted their services to really realize that this is kind of a new reality to accommodate the pandemic and also agile economies, you know, things like supply chain, and it's a lot harder to get, you know, things done. But I I do want to focus a bit more on your question because small businesses do it all. They're the chief cook and they're the bottle washer Mm -hmm. and they make the coffee. And so a couple of things, because small businesses have so few resources, they don't have CMOs, you know, chief marketing officers, chief risk officers. They don't necessarily have a chief financial officer. 
any way that a small business can create operational efficiency in their business to take time away from some of the tasks, something as simple as, are you on Excel or are you on a financial accounting software system? Mm -hmm. What's the work you're doing to digitize some of your operations to make sure that maybe you're keeping cash and check to a minimum and allowing payments to be made so that you can better track? Here's another thing. 70% of small businesses are still using manual invoicing. Yes, you heard me, 70%. (laughs) And, and, you know, and a lot of businesses are borrowing. Yes. And what's really scary, Sonia, is a lot of businesses are borrowing money because they aren't getting their own money in quick enough. And so things like digital invoicing, one of our partners into it with QuickBooks, they have digital invoicing and we're developing one as well, right? Yes. So I think anything you can do kind of to operationalize your business, things like inventory management, managing your expenses, give you another example. When you buy something on some of our solutions, we have a, an app which will allow you to take a picture of your receipt, categorize it business or personal and then upload it into your accounting software. So how are you digitizing things like receipt management, invoicing? You know, how are you digitizing how you receive payments? So by taking time that you would normally spend on those things, then you have more time Mm -hmm. with customers, with your staff. And so what I'm seeing in the small business community is that small businesses really are looking for ways to take their business operations and almost do less with it because they're doing more with it by bringing more tools and digitization to it. And I think this is really, really important. And there's some wonderful things out there that don't take a long time to learn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that you talked about that so much because I often feel like it's the stuff that that we all kind of think of as so-called nerdy. You know, it's numbers related, it's operational related, it's not the sexy stuff, but you're absolutely right. If you can digitize a number of your processes, then you get more time. Like we use QuickBooks. Within QuickBooks, there's also a way that we can invoice, we can pay bills, you know, with a click of a button. I'm not writing checks, putting them in envelopes, you know. <laughs> Digitizing yeah. is so smart. And I that's such a huge takeaway for our listeners today. I'm so glad that you talked about that. Well, and I'll use an example. Think about a plumber. The plumber comes to your house. She fixes your sink. And then she goes back to her office. Maybe a week later sends a paper bill. And maybe a week or two weeks later, you pay her. Yeah. What if <laughs> while she was standing in front of your sink, she could send you a digitized invoice with the click of her phone and you could send the payment right back. Yes. Think about what it would mean to get that money in three weeks sooner. And that's what I'm a big proponent of. Access to capital borrowing is certainly a need, but how do we help small businesses get their own money in quicker? Mm. Ginger, that was your mic drop moment. <laughs> mic drop. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now I want to move to a topic that is near to your heart and was not near to my heart, but then after hearing, you know, you and all of your peers talk to me about cybersecurity, my eyes were opened and I, from that point on, I was astounded at how I was operating my business before 
I also think the term cybersecurity in general scares people. Already that, they're like, right. They're like, oh no, what am I not doing right? It's actually a simple topic and having you break it down for people I think is so helpful. When you broke it down for me, I was like, oh right, I don't do this, that, and the other thing. So I would love for you to talk about some of your top tips and resources for small businesses when it comes to that subject because ironically, It's all the small businesses that probably are not thinking about cybersecurity, and they're the ones who have the most to lose. You know, it's so funny. You know, you're so right. We recently did a panel on cybersecurity at a small business summit that we did with a good friend of yours, Create and Cultivate. Mm -hmm. And it was really amazing when you bring up this topic, how afraid people get. And I will never forget the look on your face. Mm -hmm. I will never forget it when we were talking about this topic and you had this look like, Uh Uh-oh. Here's the bottom line. There's bad actors out there. There's people that hack into our email. There's people that send documents that are false, that if you click on it, something not good will happen. Mm -hmm. But in reality, what cybersecurity is, is how are you as a business owner protecting your business from other people coming in who are not allowed to be in your website, to be on your email? to be in your personal stuff, Mm -hmm. I call it. Mm -hmm. And the fact remains is when, you know, in the news you hear about, oh my gosh, this big hotel had all of their records hacked. Well, guess what? The bottom line is, is today, 50% of all of these attacks are happening on small business. And what we believe is it's not something to be afraid of because there are so many tools and resources out there to protect your business. And one thing I want to bring up since we talked about digital doors, on digital doors, there's a program called the Trust Center. And it is an amazing tool that aligns a lot of outside experts like the Global Cyber Alliance and talks about ways to protect your business in very simple ways, things down to your password. What kind of a password do you have? Who has your password, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) Do you have alert? We have a solution called ID theft protection. And what that does is if there's something weird happening in the dark web, be it with your name, with your email site, you will get an alert that something's funny. We also have tools like Risk Recon. These are on digital doors. And what that does is it will actually go into your website and just basically test your vulnerability. So I think number one, what you have to do is not be afraid, right? Because I think what fear does, I think for all of us, is it creates avoidance. And so just looking at some of these tools, reading about it, And understanding that there's probably, I don't know, three to six simple things you can do related to your website, putting protections on it related to your email, simply even thinking about your password, thinking about the people in your organization and who has access to different types of information. And then the other thing that we look at a lot, even at MasterCard as an employee, is being very, very careful what you click on. Because uh, that's called phishing, where a a seemingly (laughs) normal email looks just normal, and they actually might even copy in the names of people you know, but just be careful about that. So I think, number one, it's education. 
use information that's out there. I think the Trust Center is a great free resource that we offer through Digital Doors. Mm -hmm. But then breaking down the three or four things you can do with your business, making sure you understand, you have alerts, that you know when something funny is going on. And I think it's things that people ultimately will see they can control. Yeah, absolutely. Since learning about all of this many years ago from you, I do have a service now that keeps all of my passwords. I'm not like writing them down or (laughs) doing what I was doing before, which was not good, not safe at all. I now have a program that actually generates and keeps everything for me, which is great. For me, I have been super excited and I have been looking to 2022 ever since COVID happened. Two years ago, I thought to myself, this isn't something that is going to disappear in a few months or by the end of the year, way back in 2020. At that moment, I thought, this is a global pandemic. It's hard enough to even try to get like a neighborhood to all get on the same page about something. And I forecasted 2022 is when I think things are going to start to not just clear up, but you know, I think we're all going to be reacting differently and seeing things differently in a good way, in a very good way. I would love to know when thinking about this year and beyond, from your perspective, what do you think small businesses should be thinking about now? Because I do think they have been taking the time to try to, you know, improve their websites. Now, you and I have them all thinking about improving their cybersecurity. What are some of the other things that you think small businesses should be paying attention to? You know, when I think about what small businesses have gone through and the fact that so many of them have come out on the other side, we also are seeing an 85% increase in new businesses forming. Yes. So that's, you know, it's right. It's just amazing. And, and we are so excited about that because what it, it does for me is it like super energizes me that things are, are really moving to a place where people can begin to think about the possibility. When I think about 2022, here's, here's a couple of thoughts. Number one, small businesses have got to realize that they have to meet their customer where they are. It's no longer the days of, I'm going to set up a shop and this is where you'll come. Mm-hmm. And I have this location. And if you want to buy something from me, you come here. I think 2022 is the year of thinking about different channels to reach the audience that you want, mm. whether it be digital, whether it be in person, whether it be through other types of social media, whether it be a combination of both. So this whole concept of, I'm going to call it really simply like customer acquisition, right? How do you reach the audience that you want and not being narrow in your thinking? So mm-hmm. realizing that you got to meet these people where they are. So think about what you do with the markets and all of the pop-ups and all of the places where you touch people on your sites. And I think that's number one. If people are going to really continue to thrive in the new world, they have to realize they have to be what I call multi-channel. Mm-hmm. They've got to reach their customers in a bunch of different ways. I think that's really a big one. Number two, I'm going to go back to what I said before. 2022 has to be the year of efficiency. Knowing that people, it's going to take a lot. We, we aren't out of this yet. We know that with the variants. We also know that supply chain is tough. 
I think a lot of the small businesses, I, I, I believe, are going to have a better Christmas than some of the bigger companies because you all have been able to, from a small business perspective, find a way to get what you need. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's going to be really planning that out, right? Like, how am I going to ensure that the things hitting the global market, like supply chain shortages, like increase in prices, how am I going to prepare for those? So I think a lot of this is preparation, not waiting for things to happen, but taking a look at kind of really, you know, what's really out there. The other thing is, is know your customer. There's been a, a lot of a lot of uh, discussion lately, Sonia, on how do small businesses get to know what their customers want? What kind of analytics and data can they get about their customers in terms of how they think, how they shop? So I, I think you're going to see a lot of companies like MasterCard that are going to not only be providing, you know, information to really big companies that we work with, but how do we actually help the small business owner to understand the people that are shopping with them and what they want? So I think it's going to be the year of efficiency. I think it's going to be the year of meeting customers where they are, continue digitization to have operational efficiency so that you as a business owner can take the time to do what you want. I also think it's going to be the year of employees, right? So it's going to, you know, Mm. I can tell you that the recruiting world is crazy and there's going to be a lot of um, difficulty for small businesses to compete with some of the benefits that people are offering. So Mm -hmm. I think attracting talent and really getting your, your elevator speech down of why someone wants to work for you as a small business. So I think all those are, I think, are going to be critically important. But just based on the stats, I am really stoked about the opportunities that small businesses are going to have and their resiliency just blows my mind. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Today's top takeaways include, number one, digitize your business, especially when it comes to invoicing and accounting. Utilizing various technologies to their fullest will save you time and money, so you can concentrate on bigger tasks. Number two, protect yourself and protect your business. It's time to move on from writing down all your passwords on a piece of paper that you may or may not remember where you put. You can visit MasterCard Trust Center to expand your knowledge about cybersecurity. A link to the Trust Center is in the episode notes, or you can just Google MasterCard Trust Center. And number three, make 2022 the year of customer acquisition. In other words, you need to find different channels to reach the audience that you want. Whether it's in-person at a storefront, online via your website, or even through social media, think about who your customer is and how to best reach them. Meet them where they are and think outside of the box. If SOS has helped your business, I would love to hear from you. The best thing that you can do to help spread the word about this podcast is give us a five. Once again, that's five star rating. And remember to leave a review. Honestly, that's probably the best way that more people will discover this great podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Sonia Rasula. That's S-O-N-J-A. R-A-S-U-L-A, and you can follow my business at Unique Markets. And if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, you can subscribe. And if you're listening to us on Spotify, make sure to follow. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening.